I mean, when is the last time that we have been sitting across from each other? What is it? February? Yeah. February. Like mid-February at that. Wow. I mean, last time we were here, it was cold. And now it's 70s, even though it's should be cold. Um, we were living in much different times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, didn't we also like since we haven't talked, we went for like a month or two without getting our hair done? Yeah, it was this thing called a pandemic, right? Like, I mean, quarantine, all of these new lingo, verbiage, language that we are now having to use to adjust to the year 2020. So, yeah, I mean, it really put a, a damper on the year. And yes, it cut into who we are as women, who we are as individuals. We couldn't do really anything because everything was shut down. Can you believe that? Like never have we ever experienced anything like that. Just it's, it's mind blowing. And we can't forget about racial injustice. Yeah. And that was definitely. And the fact that do we have a first black female vice president elect? I mean, let's just have a moment to just think about that. Yeah. Wow. It's okay. amazing. We've we've experienced a lot yes. in this year. So to say the least. Great things, but also some very unfortunate mm-hmm. events and sad yeah. things. Very eye opening. Well, girl, let's uh let's get ready to to have a chit chat about yes. this. Let's get back to being uninhibited. With uninhibit her. Okay, so get your latte, your glass of wine, your water, whatever your drink of choice is, because we got a lot of catching up to do. I mean, so like, wow, it's about to be 2021. I mean, it's like all this time has pretty much been like, I don't want to say erased because we're never going to forget this year. Oh, but time has gone by. Yeah, it is. And I'm pretty sure people want it to keep moving at the rate that, you know, or the things that we've experienced this year. I mean, this (laughs) was supposed to be the year 2020 perfect vision, perfect year. And Uh, well, we've had our eyes open (laughs) to a lot of things. I mean, right, right. It hasn't been perfect, (laughs) but it has been eye opening to say the least. For sure. From beginning to end. I mean, I just think about what kicked 2020 off or just the 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 harsh event that I just remember initially is just losing Kobe, you know, just oh my and gosh. his daughter and all the other individuals that were in that um that crash. But that helicopter, you know. Crash. Oh my goodness. I remember that moment. So and it was crazy. I was Harp and I were coming back from Nashville and it apparently either happened or was released when Harp and I were about to take our flight. Oh, really? Wow. So, so imagine the irony yeah. of that. Yeah. And, and the anxiety that it that induces. Yes. Like, yeah. And so luckily, you know, my my best friend, Kim, she didn't text me about it on purpose because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. she was like, I don't want you to have so much anxiety because not only were you flying, but you're flying with your daughter. And right. as I shared with you, I've had some postpartum anxiety and that just would have heightened it. Right. My worry for her. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, that 
that was a moment that a lot of people will never right. forget. Right. I mean, he was, he had such an impact in, in the he world and his daughter, of sports. And then all those, yeah. the other kids and adults on the air, on the yeah. helicopter. Mm. And it was yeah. so unexpected. Like, so you know, that unexpected. is, you know, it's always the worst when you, when you can't predict or when you, you don't know that something is happening. So oh you know, my just, I can't imagine what his family has gone Oof. through to deal with that. But yeah, that was, you know, something that, really kicked it all off, you know? And mm. it's just like, if this is a sign of what 2020 is going to be like, Woo. then we better hold on. And needless to say, we had to hold on. So, Oh <laughs> my gosh. Because, you know, it's just been so much. I mean, yeah. I mean, we transitioned into, let's just say when the, the pandemic started, right? Yes. And, you know, we are trying to figure out what this coronavirus is. And then, I mean, we're kind of hit with this aspect of just racial injustice. And this is not something new, but it's something that um, I think it was heightened or, you know, brought, brought to the forefront because of just a sequence of events. And I think about a situation um, that we heard about, I guess it was March. From my understanding, the situation happened in February, but, you know, I guess it didn't get to mass media until March, April, but it was Ahmad Arbery. Yes. And oh. I mean, that was such a, a tragic situation. And it just, those mm. things you just think about, they should not be happening. And it definitely should not be happening in 2020, you Taking know, just a job in his yeah, neighborhood. Yeah. And being assumed as doing something, you know, that he shouldn't be doing, but then someone taking it into their 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 hands to do something about it when that's not even their their place, you know? So just, I mean, it's just, mm. it blows my mind. It really does blow my mind about how people just, I mean, just the hate and the um, insensitivity and just... Because of the color of your skin, right. something you're born yeah. with that you yeah. can't control. Yeah. And you're yeah. just... Just, I don't know, just putting harm's way because you're just mm -hmm. trying to live your life. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's crazy having a black husband mm -hmm. that, you know, and he would like to jog. He likes to jog at night. And I'm like, unfortunately, you, you can't do that. Right. I, like, I don't need you doing that. I need you safe mm -hmm. because yeah. you have two daughters that need you. We want you coming home. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you just can't do that. And that's so unfortunate. And then George Floyd. Yeah. Another, uh, that, another, that in itself. I mean, and then think about that. Simple. I mean, and you know, I think the craziest part about both of these two situations that we're talking about is mm -hmm. that they were both recorded. Like the, the mm. incident or the, the, the death was brought about and we were able to visualize it. We were able to see it. And I think that is what made the most impact in both of these situations because we, we couldn't just dismiss it. It will forever be accessible to people and you know those who saw it you know that's going to be ingrained when you hear these names you're going to think about specifically these scenarios or these situations that these yes um these men were a part of so just mm -hmm. tragic that on top of everyone being quarantined not able to mm -hmm. leave their homes not being able to just lead their normal lives i mean things were family. shut down yeah. right right we were trying to figure out like what is this virus how do we maintain it how does it affect us all of these things so yeah how do we just navigate life mm -hmm. yeah and you know and then after that 
you know, Easter comes about mm-hmm. and, you know, where you can't go out, you can't be around, you can't go to church. Right, right. I and, mean, we all know that that's yes. something we do. We, how we celebrate Christmas, I mean, Christmas. Yeah, oh, the resurrection. But yes, yes, Easter, yeah. And so. the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And, you know, it's thinking about for me, you know, it's Harper. It was her first Easter. Yeah. And she couldn't, we couldn't go to church. She's not been christened. Right. And just life is just different. It was my first Mother's Day you know, as a, as a mom. As a, yeah. And we were, and of course it, we were together, which is what matters most, but you can't just be with your, the other mothers in the family. It, it, we were just at home. Mm-hmm. And so it's 2020 has definitely been a year to reflect. Oh, for sure. Been a year to appreciate what you have mm-hmm. tons of life lessons, mm-hmm. things to yeah. just learn from build on really reflect on who you're spending your time with, mm-hmm. who you are around, who's quality, who you maybe need to alleviate out of your life because right. life is precious. Life is very fragile and life is short mm-hmm. and it's made us truly value every single moment right. that we have. Right. You know, and so it is just, I'm so glad to be here with you and, and I'm grateful for you. Oh, One of my dear friends. Yeah, yeah, I am, you know, because it makes you think about what's important, right? Who's important, who you're surrounding yourself with. And, you know, I, I'm grateful to be back here with you. And, you know, that's, that's one of the things that has just been so important is just really reflecting on who you're spending your time with. And, you know, you know, that makes me think about, you know, just going back to college and just meeting quality people, quality friends. And, you know, I'm excited that we have a guest on the show today who has been, I've known him since I was 18 and, you know, he and I have always been great friends. We were in to classes together. We both have our business degrees from Fisk university and, you know, he's just such a great person. He's a great father, great husband, and, you know, a great friend. And so I am going to let him introduce himself, you all. And I'm excited to welcome Jeffrey McKinney. How are you, Jeff? Jeff is good today. Thanks for the opportunity. Hello, brother Jeff. <laughs> Both of you guys to, uh, to join and, and be a part yes. of this. Um, there's a lot that I have to learn from you both. And so I'm looking forward to that. Um, you know, I've got some things that I'm working on that, um, you know, Heather and I have talked about in some detail. She felt like it would be something your listeners would yeah. uh, want to hear more about. And so, Spit you know, that's kind of why I'm here. Awesome. We are glad to have you. You know, I, I think with what's going on in the world today, it's important that, you know, you have an opportunity, first of all, just to let us know about you, but then also share us, share with us this amazing platform that you are creating that is going to change just the way that a lot of people of color navigate race relations, race issues. You know, that's something that is so needed at this time. And, you know, I don't want to say too much because I'd rather you explain it much more articulately than I can because this is your brainchild. So definitely just share with us, first of all, you know, what is it that, um, you know, has helped you to create whatever, you know, this is that you're working on? What was the driver? And, you know, what are you most passionate about? 
because, you know, we just, this is something that's really needed. And we just want to hear from you as you just share this amazing baby. I'm going to call it your baby because you've worked a lot of, lot, very hard on it. So just share with us, you know, what it is, everything's about and, you know, why it's passionate to you, why you're so passionate about it. That's a great question. I could answer it in a few different ways, a bunch of different ways, just because it is my baby is the vision is very broad. I think the way that I would go about answering it is kind of, it's in a way that a movie would play out. And so you, you, we're all familiar. Maybe I, I would assume so of those movies that kind of start and then there's something happening and then they go back and reflect on how they got to that point. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I am, uh, you know, kind of sitting here at a certain point during this year, Chadwick Boseman passed away. I started to learn a little bit more about him, great respect for him. I started to, you know, kind of be driven and drawn towards, um, you know, just understanding more of who he was. Um, I had the opportunity to find a clip of him speaking at the Howard commencement. Yeah, I'm familiar with that. Yeah. It was a statement he made in that speech that caused me to go back and go back to day one and work up to now. Mm -hmm. He was telling the graduates that they were going to have all of these different job opportunities and to understand as they evaluated them, understand that this was just God's way of preparing them for their purpose. And I had long thought about, man, you know, I, why do I deserve this? Like, I feel like I've dodged a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I deserve the, the, the life, the blessings, the lifestyle, the, I mean, God has dealt me a great hand. And when you say dodged a lot, tell us a little bit more about, yes. a little bit about that so and let's where just you tell, come from. Yeah, let's just tell the story. So I am from... Southside USA, the inner city. Okay. Just happens to be Dallas, Oak Cliff. For those who are familiar with the area, mm-hmm. you know, some people would say, you don't go over there. I'd say, no, you just go over there and mind your business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's Southside USA, in my opinion. Um, was born to a teenage mother, 17 years old and three months. Um, that would be significant. As I tell the story, um, let's see the next detail growing up in the inner city, growing up in those schools, I had great teachers that knew that I was different. I was unlike the other children. However, they knew that I had potential. Mm -hmm. Fast forward to middle school, high school, I become a teenage father at the age of 17 years and three months. Wow, the exact same exact age. same wow. age. Wow, yeah. So later on, I would go on to start to evaluate that and start to understand generational curses and what mm. it takes to overcome them. Mm-hmm. And so now, fast forward, I go and I have an opportunity to go to Fisk University. Never knew what Fisk was, never researched it. I never filled out a college application. One day, my mom came home and laid a manila envelope on the table and said, here it is. There was scholarship information. There was acceptance letters. There was everything needed. And she said, this is where I think you should go. 
Awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if we just pause there and we say, you know, there's a lot of coincidence mm-hmm. if yeah. you believe in coincidences. Yeah. But I don't necessarily believe in coincidence. Right. Um, fast forward, go to Fisk. I'm there. I'm a father. Um, very pompous, very arrogant. I believe that everything I ever accomplished was because of what I did. Mm-hmm. There's nothing anyone could tell that Heather could attest to this. <laughs> I walked around like, you know, it was Jeff's world. Uh-huh. Uh, so finished school. 9-11 happened. Mm. I had a degree in computer science and business. I found myself working to midnight doing online banking technical support at Bank of America. That's really when a part of my vision that I'm focused on started to really take shape. Okay. Everywhere that I've gone in a corporate sense, I don't think I'm any different than any other uh, person that's a minority. Mm-hmm. You feel the, the bias and you feel the situations that come at you and you have to ask the question of, why is this happening to me? Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. What? what I, I'm doing this. This person just did the same thing. Why? Why is this happening to me? <laughs> Absolutely. Right. I believe we all understand that feeling in corporate America. Exactly. Like we're working hard, sometimes harder, more education, and sometimes, to your point, they're still looking at you like, "Why are you doing this?" Yeah. So I go on. I, I you know, I have this. 20 year career so far, maybe a couple years more than that now in, in, uh, in technology. And I have these amazing opportunities to go and be in these things that are like groundbreaking. Like I was a part of taking the cloud to the enterprise customers when the cloud meant something different to everyone. Mm -hmm. I was a part of the consumerization of it when, because of cloud infrastructure it was allowing for all of these startups with very little funding to build these services that consumers would believe and adopt at a higher clip than enterprise grade offerings. So for you all that don't know anything that he says, that's a big deal in tech world. Okay. Continue. So I'll I'll give an example. I'll give you an example. You used to have to save all of your documents on your desktop or on your C drive. Yep. Mm -hmm. But then they gave you this thing you could use at home called a Dropbox. And now you can save it there on your desktop in the Dropbox and have it on your phone and everywhere else. Mm-hmm. That was a consumer. Yeah, yeah. That was a consumer grade offering that now yep. every corporation has. I was every there. Single one. I was there on the forefront at a major technology company taking that to enterprises. Mm-hmm. And so what was driving all of that was the smartphone and the app store. They were creating applications. They were marketing those applications as convenience. On the back end, the, the real value to them was the data the applications created. Mm-hmm. That's why they did it. That's why they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's why you have Amazon. Amazon is the biggest, baddest beast on the block because of the data they have about their customers. Well, can I just interject and just say thank you, Jesus, for Amazon? 
<laughs> I'm sorry, Jeff. I just had to, you know, yeah, just. I, I'll, I'll say this: I, I am a Amazon customer. <laughs> I, I am a I, I am a Amazon customer. Ooh, I, I love Prime. I, I I do have some questions, but I am an Amazon customer. <laughs> there, listen. There, we're we're not going to take away from the fact that there are just some questionable things about whatever may be going on in the tech world. <laughs> But thank you, Jesus, for Amazon. So, so I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you say that because one day I, I, I hope to have an offering. I plan to have an offering that would answer those questions and provide like services. So Come that's through. that's part of the Come vision. Mm-hmm. That's part of the vision. So uh, I was working for one of these companies. I was mm-hmm. the biggest, baddest sales guy there. And I just so happened at this time I was I had matured a little. I wasn't of the mindset that it was Jeff's world. I had transitioned. Life to, will do that to you, huh? Yeah. Those it will humble you. <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, life I, has I, a way of breaking you down. I, I, don't, I don't. I wouldn't necessarily say that I ever felt broke down. I just realized at the core of who I I, I am, I care about people. And what's mm-hmm. more rewarding That's for wonderful. me, yeah. what's more reward, rewarding for me is the feeling I get from seeing somebody else accomplish their goal. And so I, always, I have a question. Okay, yeah. so when you said that. Um, I realize that I care about people. What happened in your life that made you realize that I care about people and I want to start, you know, there was two things creating something for that. There was, there was two things. So I had gone all the way down this path and I really started to question like, am I really this good or could God be the one that's responsible for this? Mm -hmm. Because I don't think I'm this good. I really don't think I'm this good. Hmm. And then I started to notice that even when I was younger, the example that I would give, I, I loved basketball, but I loved to pass and let somebody else score more than I did for me to score. Wow. That was me. There's so much in that. Just what you said. I yeah. mean, I mean, the fact that you connected the way that you want to assist, you know, yes. like that's, that's pretty powerful. So very cool. You know, looking at it, to answer your question, once I started to see that I just can't be this good, and then I started to go back and reflect, I said, well, and then now I wasn't playing sports anymore. So now in my, my professional career, I, I always wanted to share the things that made me successful. Mm-hmm. I had a peer that wasn't as successful as I was. And I, at one point, I offered her my, my accounts and said, hey, here you go. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, And in sales, guys, that is a huge deal because sales is extremely competitive and it is a dog-eat-dog world. No, I, I I felt like I could, it was, it was going to be a challenge, something that I would wake up in the morning and be excited about if I were to just take her accounts and then be able to try to do the same thing. I didn't know if I could or not, but you know, I was up for the challenge and I felt like I wanted to help her too. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, you, 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 we're talking about these experiences that you're given. Mm-hmm. I'm still experiencing and feeling the bias that, um, that's there for, for us. Mm-hmm. And then one day I had a psychologist that I saw on the regular basis say, Jeff, I just asked you a series of questions and you scored a 31 out of a 32. And that means that you are uh, diagnosed with severe depression and severe anxiety. I was down to 165 pounds and she said, well, I know you're not going to just take my word for it. So I want you to see me next week. I want you to go do your homework and I want you to come back. Mm-hmm. So I did. And when I came back, I was like, yeah. What homework mm. did she have you do? So where you could, she didn't tell that. me, spe- she didn't tell me specifically what she, the, about me. I, I will go and, and, and 
look at the data. I'll look at what, what's out there and then I'll form my conclusion. And what I saw was depression is not something you have to have a reason for. Depression hmm. is the byproduct um, in, in most cases, and I'm not a doctor, so if you have any of these questions, you, you should listen to a professional. But for me, this is what I, what I came up with, was depression is the byproduct of the result from being in a high-stress environment for an extended period of time focused on things outside of your control. Mm-hmm. Coupling that with not resting, not eating, and not doing a bunch of other stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Makes I could sense. see, oh, this is me. I have been working to two o'clock in the morning. I have been worried about what that lady over there is going to do to be next. I do have people coming up to me asking me if I think that I'm being racially tra- targeted in this place. Mm. So when I went back, my counselor was like, okay, so what'd you come up with? Uh. And I said, I think I am depressed. Mm-hmm. I think I am depressed. You know, as you tell this story in my brain, I'm thinking, how did you even come to the realization that you needed to go see a counselor? And that's probably the a whole nother. Of, the grace of God, I'll tell you, it's very, it's very, very simple. <laughs> it's very simple. I had my, my daughter, my wife was saying all of these things about that she was unhappy with me about. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I had a pastor that told me, Jeff, you cannot be a referee and a player in the same game. Mm. Wow. So, and I thought about basketball. I was like, well, anytime there's pickup basketball, there's always arguing because there's no referee. Mm. So I'm going to go find a referee. So I went, I went and got a referee. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that you would think to do that, especially in a society sometimes where people look at mental health mm-hmm. and they don't take care of it, like they take care of mm-hmm. their body with exercise, you need mm-hmm. to exercise your mind mm-hmm. too and get assistance yeah. is very profound. So hats off to you. Yeah, it, 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 it wasn't me. It was, it was really, if you look at the culmination of all of these things together, yeah. it's quite obvious. It was yep. God's yeah. plan. Yeah. Yep. Like it, yeah. I, I can't take credit your for faith. it. Yeah. yeah. It was, I can't take credit. So, now, my counselor is telling me this. She's telling me I need to take some time away. I have had multiple instances of bias in this environment. I can't say too much. Mm-hmm. And so now it's time to determine now, is Jeff a victim or is Jeff a hero in his own story? Mm-hmm. And so I decided that well, I shouldn't say I, it was really my, my, my counseling team. I, by this time I had a, I had a, a psychologist and two psychiatrists and they, and they, and they helped me understand PTSD and trauma and all of these different things and how I couldn't go back to this environment because it was the source of mm-hmm. this and that. And so through research and talking to people, I said, okay, well, we've got to come to an agreement on how we part ways. Mm -hmm. And so we went down that path. And when we got there right to the end, I had the ultimate dilemma because it wasn't making me a multi, multi, multi millionaire. And it wasn't preventing the next person from getting the same thing that I had got. Mm -hmm. So if I were to, you know, now reflecting, I'm like, okay, so part of who I always 
thought that I was was I'm a person that protects other people, that helps other people. So how does making this decision help other people? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was prepared to say no to it. Everybody, doctors, my wife, everybody saying, no, 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 you're 165 pounds. You can't even remember why you went to get to the, get the milk out the refrigerator this morning. You got to throw, throw your hat in on this. This is not it. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. We took the deal. That's it. So now, I'm, I can't really give time because that will let people know more than what I can say. Right. Mm-hmm. Some time passes, and now we're in 2020, and I'm sitting there, and things are heavy for me. George mm-hmm. Floyd, I mean, like, mm. it's at the point now where, Oof. I mean, like, I, I hate to say it this way, but the death of Chad, Chadwick Bozeman is really, when we look back at it, it's probably going to be the, the, the saving moment for Jeff McKinney. Because really? if I had never gone to look at that and understand that those experiences that I had had were there to prepare, prepare me for my purpose, because that's when I began to reflect and say, why, 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 why? Mm-hmm understanding that I had been in technology and I'd done all these different things and the technology is less than 3% and I was a teenage father and I was all of these different things. And I'm saying, well, why, why, why? Right. And then I start hearing people say, we demand change. We demand change. And I'm like, well, demand and change don't do shit. Yeah. Somebody show up in my house and say, we demand you don't drink bourbon anymore. Does that mean I'm going to stop drinking bourbon? Me, I'm going to laugh and say, hey, I'll be right back. I would advise for you to be gone. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, 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 and that's it. Right. Right. But what does drive change? Action. Action. But what drives action? I would say just ideas and the purpose and the intention behind ideas. Um, Your experiences. Coming together. I, this is the way I, I say it because the, the way that I boil it down to is we're looking to create a world mm-hmm. That we envision. Mm-hmm. There are certain people for whatever reason, I think it's because of their own unidentified trauma that are in the way of that. However, what I started to see was there were these moments that we started to begin to call Karen moments mm-hmm. that when someone stepped out of line and it was captured, there was a certain level of discomfort that was placed immediately on the person who did this thing. And they now had an opportunity for change. Mm-hmm. So now I said, okay, well, discomfort is a prerequisite to change. Ch- yes. mm-hmm. Absolutely. However, that's so true. The person has to then choose whether or not that change is going to be growth or not. They can just change hmm. and just say, well, we're going to do it this way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're going we're gonna to make the oppression look like this now since we can't make it look like that and get caught twice doing that. Right. Yeah. Or they could say, you know what? I never knew that. I never knew you made it feel that way. We're going we're gonna to grow from this. Mm-hmm. And so I say, you know what? I have an opportunity based off of everything that I've done. You throw in the technology, you throw the understanding of data, you understand, throw in the understanding of the inner cities, you throw in the understanding of corporate culture. Yeah. I have an opportunity to take technology and be able to drive an outcome and measure that outcome while also being able to guide people towards being a hero in their own story as well. Wow. And so tell us now with all of that, 
What have you begun working on? Tell us about this. So every, every, I should say, I don't say every day because it's not every day, but the, the, the vision continues to broaden itself. Mm-hmm. What I'd say is at the core of it, the mission, vision, values, it's about, it's about guiding people professionally and successfully in, 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 um, uh, in society and providing a safe space for them to be able to get the resources needed when they need them. Okay. It's about leveraging that same community to provide proactive and reactive data that allows for us to set KPIs towards how much progress are we making and, oh, you have stepped so far out of line. Now it's time for us to provide systematic discomfort in response to systematic oppression. It's not emotional. It's just a system of discomfort that is built to protect the people who share the similarities, who value the similarities they share with other people. Mm-hmm. So what is it exactly? Like how would people become a part of it? Like how is it going to fit into their world if they want to become a part of this and protect them? This is the, this, this is the beautiful part of it. It doesn't look any differently than any other service on your smartphone. Okay. So is it an app? What is it? It is, it, it is an, is an app in, in form of, by way of the, the interface, the way that you engage with this resource in the community and contribute to the community with a, with a mission of helping and serving those that value the similarities they share with others. But then it's so much more than that too. Um, so for example, if you wanted to give your kid an iPad mm-hmm. and say, click an app, you can have access to whatever is in here. I don't have to question it. There's not many options out there. Mm-hmm. Right now, your kids are drawn to YouTube and whatever else mm-hmm. that's out there. If you wanted to say, hey, look, I want to I want to I want to join and look at some content here that is diverse. And we know that they're the entire uh, focus of this content is driven by certain morals and values. Where do you turn? What do you turn? Who can you trust? So there are some people out there and some op- and some services out there that will position themselves that way. However, we don't necessarily we don't necessarily know who's behind those. Mm-hmm. The reason why I asked the question about Amazon is because a lot of times I don't know who I'm buying from on Amazon. Yeah, true. That's very That's true. Definitely not a detail that we focus on. Nope. So we focus on how quick we can the get product, it and the yes. price. Yeah, exactly. Right. So what if you can focus on that, but also know who you were buying it from? Why not? Yeah. Yeah. So these are the type of thoughts that I, that I have. This, this is the type of vision that I have. I don't spell it out so clearly just because there are yeah. those that could build, you know, things just like I'm building. But yeah, that's, that helps that. Hopefully that answers the question. Okay. So Jeff, you're being 
and I love that you're trying to make us, you know, wait for it, but you're being way too vague. I need you to break it down. Tell us about this baby that you are creating. I need the details, how it's, you know, how it can help people. Like, give us the goods, man. Come on. All right, you twisting my arm. You're twisting, <laughs> You're twisting my arm. So, so the baby's name first. Let's talk about give yes. her, her name. <laughs> genderless baby. Her. Okay. Oh, yeah. Un, well, since uh, we, we're we yes. are on since, uninhibited yes. her, so yeah, we we'll exactly. call her, her today. <laughs> her name is One Tigration. Okay. Oh, One yes. Tigration. So the name came because I heard or I read a quote that said that. People had traded their independence for segregation. I mean, Mm -hmm. for integration. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wait a minute. Say that again. Mm. I'm sorry. Say that again. That was, I'm catching that. Okay. That people traded their independence for integration. Mm. Okay. So I was saying. Break that down. So it's, it's, it's essentially saying that before we did not seek validation outside, we sought to be independent. Mm-hmm. And, and and use our own judgment of ourselves and, and our work product to determine whether or not we were we were ultimately fulfilled. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's powerful. Yeah. So then I said, well, I guess segregation is the answer. And I was like, no, it cannot be the answer. No. It just absolutely cannot be no. the answer. I said, no. so that means that if if we've gone from segregation to integration, then what's the next step? Mm-hmm. And I said, and we also have an issue that the people that are allies no longer, we can no longer say that they don't look like us mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we can all look left and right. And we can see that we have allies that don't look like us. So it's not, yeah. it's not a visual totally thing agree. anymore. Right. right. I agree. So I said, okay, well, it's about mindset. It's about mindset. We need to figure out how to shape mindset. And we don't have a word for that. And so what we'll do is we'll say, We'll call it one integration. And that's where the name came from. That's, okay. That's beautiful. So and that's so profound. I just want you to know. We don't yeah. have to go there right now, but that is, that is, I'm blown right now. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us how it's helping the people. So one integration, we've got a whole ra- roadmap of the services that we're going to deliver. Okay. We're, we're, we're targeting an April 1st, launch April 1st 2021 2021 okay um, I can't believe it's t- about to be 2021 wow yeah yeah we're talking we're talking April 1st 2021 to uh, launch with the first two services that we will that we will provide today we call them SOS and we call the other login event I'm sure the names will change once the marketing team does their thing but mm-hmm. that's 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 what the development team and I reference him as. Um, I don't want to say much about the services because, you know, in the world of technology, somebody can just spin it right up. But that's true. It, it's about it's about addressing a moment of anxiety and making sure that in those anxious anxious moments, people get the resources they need. Got it. Mm-hmm. And then the login event. Is about capturing events, capturing data, and proactively and reactively taking action. Okay. So an example of that would be 
there was a young man out in Arizona, I believe, who was getting ready to shoot some content for his YouTube show. Mm -hmm. And he got out of the car. Some guy walked up to him and said, you don't belong here. Uh, hmm. He told him, and this was being recorded. And he said, you know, yeah, I am that guy in America. Yeah, I am racist. Yeah. He said, this is a no nigger zone. Oh, wow. Hey, it's out there. Look it up. Hmm. And that person who had that experience, because they were a YouTuber, they were able to make that moment known broadly in short order. And there were things that took place as a result of their ability to make things known mm -hmm. in short order. Mm -hmm. So we want to be destination for all of those things so that we can build the proper resources, the proper uh, processes, mm -hmm. um, and the content around it to make sure people in those situations, those quote unquote victims have an opportunity to be a hero in mm -hmm. that story and also be able to drive change in a measurable way. Mm -hmm. That's good. So I know you're not trying to say too much, but do you have an idea of when the launch date is and how people can become a part of this? Because there are a lot of people that are going to need this as a resource. So there's a, there's a few things I want to clarify, and I said it a moment ago, but I want to make it clear and okay. I answer that question as well. Okay. Integration is not focused or based off of race at all. Okay. It's about mindset. It's about being a safe space for people um, when they are in a moment where they need a guide, whether it be professionally or socially. I've got two clients that I could reference right now. One of them was attacked at work, did not know where to turn. This was a government agency. Mm. She ended up being on a seven-month suspension with no return date, which means that this single mother of three did not have the opportunity to even file for unemployment. Mm. So it was almost like she was being held hostage. Right. They came back after she let them know that she had been diagnosed. She had mental health guidance and professionals. And the day she let them know that was the day at three o'clock that they told her that she was getting her job back. <laughs> I don't necessarily believe in coincidences. Okay. I don't. I don't believe in coincidences. That's the first one. The second phone call I got, call it six, three weeks later, whatever the case was, there was a young lady on the other end, almost in tears. She and I had worked in corporate America at, multiple paths before and she said that someone her direct manager had told her that she needed to include him in a conversation with the customer because customers don't like some customers don't like dealing with women hmm. so this is a gender it's a gender mm -hmm. so i'm giving these so, examples to show you this is not race right right okay hmm. We have driven a favorable outcome. That person who made that statement is no longer employed by that company. That person now has had that discomfort right. required to give them the opportunity to change. They have Good. to make the decision to grow from it. The victim is not a victim now. She's a hero in her own story. Mm -hmm. And she's got a favorable outcome. She's moving forward. Mm -hmm. 
not to say that her intent was to have that person removed. The intent was for her to get to a place where she felt like she stood up for herself. Right. Which is fair. Absolutely. So those are the types of things that we're going to launch from day one. So, you know, you're telling me that they're reaching out to you. Mm-hmm. Are these people that already know you or like, how are they knowing that I'm going through this? I experienced this and then I'm going, I just, I'm going to call Jeff to tell him about it. I've Is asked it- them both. I asked them both the question. Yeah. Why? Why, why did you reach out to me? Right. The first one said, because I didn't know where to turn and I knew that you could, you could, you could help me. Had, are they previous people that you worked with? One of them was a, a family member of mine. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. The second one, I had worked with her, but we didn't really share, like, she didn't know my background and the bias or whatever I had, had faced. She said, when I asked her, I said, so, of course, I want to help you. Right. But I had to ask the question, why, why did you reach out to me? And I was asking because I knew what I was working on and I knew how this was so aligned with what Mm -hmm. I was Mm -hmm. working towards delivering. Right. Her comment was that, Jeff, I don't know. I just know from previous conversations that you don't you don't take any stuff off of any people and that you always make sure that it's always done in a way that you know, you feel good about. So they needed your strength and mm-hmm. they could tell that that's something that you would not accept. So they went to you almost from a leader perspective, even though they didn't know you were creating this platform. That says a lot because yeah. you, they're going through this and they're reaching out to you. They have no clue unbeknownst to them. You're already working on a platform that to could provide address, them yeah. exactly. Yeah. And to provide them assistance if they were to ever need it. I, I, I agree with that. I never thought about it that way. The way that I summed it up was God knew that I needed references. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he knew that I needed to be able to tell mm-hmm. this story. Yeah. So he was giving me. It's was, almost like he was giving you reinforcement to stay on the path. Yes, that you were, to keep you were walking. Headed toward. Yeah, exactly. That your focus is, is leading you in the right direction. Exactly. This is your purpose. This is a, a, a mission that you can walk within. So that's amazing. And to me, that's how you know that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing because you're giving these little nuggets and things as you walk and as you, you know, you go along your journey. So. I'm going to give you another funny thing. Okay. Some people call it coincidence. I don't believe in coincidence. So I have in this, my one note, like what I need yeah. to make this happen. And I need influencers. That's kind of how Heather Dior and I started working because I knew that my good friend, she shined in this area. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, this is her she thing. Impacts. Yes. Oh, you guys are. And we had had this conversation before, and we were like, okay, so Heather, Heather, she asked me, she's like, so Jeff, what role am I going to play? She want, she was stating she wanted to contribute, and I was like, I don't know, Absolutely. we'll figure it out. Help you anyway. Yeah. We, we, yeah. we will figure it out. And yeah. so I made a post. I need some, you know, I need to figure out this influencer thing. That's when we started talking about this. But prior to that, when mm. I first started organizing the business, I said, here are the type of people that I need that have a background in this area for caring about people that I need to be associated with. The number one name on the list is LeBron James. Okay. So the other morning, (laughs) I'm like, how do we get to LeBron? Hey, listen, I I am. We know if anyone get there, it's, it's you, Jeff. It ain't going to be me. (laughs) Hey, it's like the five. What is that called? The six degrees degrees of Mm seconds. I'm going to tell you, 
that it's a part of God's plan. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a part of God. I, so the other morning I woke up, LeBron had just released on uninterrupted 45 minute segment, kind of talking about the season and giving his thoughts. And I'm getting the kids ready for school. And I'm like, I really don't have 45 minutes to listen to LeBron right now. And I was like, but I'm interested to know what LeBron has to say because I've been sending him some DMs and I ain't got no response. And, <laughs> you know, I, got some, I got some plans. Yeah. I can imagine yeah. how many DMs he gets per day. Hey, listen. <laughs> Although I know you're a Jeff. How many of like... the, no, see, you, you remember me from school. She keeps going back to the Jeff from school. I know you're a different person, but I just have no, to mess with it's you. Not about I mean... me. It's not about me being different. Okay. Though, which DMs are sent from God is the question. Oh, okay. Break us down now. Break us down. Which ones? So Which ones? <laughs> so, so, so I'm watching this thing and about okay. the 41st minute he's talking. He says, wait a minute. It's one eleven. I see 11s. I see 11, 11 all the time. I got Woo. a tattooed on my hand. Woo. Yep. Yes. Numbers. Yes. Come this through. This is what he said. Yes. We do not. Mm-hmm. This Christy, is what he you said. You know what I, you yes. and I, the numbers thing, like yes. don't, angel numbers, like I'm all about it. So with that being said, I'll just scroll through my pictures from starting today. Okay. There's a 9-11. Mm-hmm. There's a line 11 from last night. Yep. You were in sync with the numbers. There's a 5-11. Yep. Mm-hmm. I could go on for year 3-11. Yep. This is just since yesterday. Yeah. yeah. I could go on for years. So you're aligned. You are you're aligned. walking in your purpose. You are. So. And, and so is LeBron. Yeah. So you what what is your goal for LeBron and then what is your goal for the overall people? The goal is to unify and understand and have this discussion around how does technology and our purpose drive the outcome that we envision. Okay. LeBron has a set of experiences that are very different from mine. But if you peel back the onion, who is he? He was born to a single mother. He was a young dad. And if you really look at his upbringing and the man that he's, that he's become, it makes absolutely no sense how he becomes that man with that background. Mm-hmm. Very much so like myself. Mm, yeah. So we have the similarities at the core of who we are. We have different experiences from a professional standpoint and we have a very like mindset. So those things, in my opinion, suggest that for us to perform or, or to, to forge a partnership Mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense because we're focused on the same things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, okay. You have given us so many great nuggets and there you're going to do absolutely amazing things. Let me know when, if you have a date, when this will come to fruition and how people can, that are in need of this great resource can become a part of it. You can reach me directly at Jeff at one It's pretty straightforward. The first part, Jeff, J E F F. The next part, not so straightforward. It's O-N-E, the number two, Gratian, G-R-A-T-I-O-N. So Jeff at com. If you want to see and get updates about the platform and the progress that we're making, you can visit what 
is ointegration.com. There we have a list for, to provide people updates on going on the progress, the roadmap, and, you know, kind of just news about where we are and, you know, where we're going. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we also have some, 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 uh, some content that we've created, you know, kind of me telling my story. Um, and then also speaking to details of the platform. So yeah, those two places, me directly or that particular site. You can also follow on Instagram. There is one integration, the company. And then there's also me. I call myself the original O2GO, the number two G, the original underscore O2G. Um, and it's just a play on like the original guy to really go out here and show and put his name on the line that he cares about the one integrated mindset. So those four channels, I would say. Awesome. Is there anything else that you want to share with us regarding how people can get in contact with you if they need some emergency assistance and when this will, I mean, all right, can they reach out to you now or is there a specific date where this is going to go live? Yeah. So it's live now by okay. way of, can they reach out to me? Can they, can I, can I help? Can I, can I be a guide yeah. for them? I, I, I would love to. Okay. I, I would love to in any way I, I can. It's, it's what helps me sleep at night. It's what makes it okay and, and, and fun to get up in the morning is knowing that there's something for me to go and do to help people leveraging the experiences that I've been blessed with. Um, so the answer to that question is now. The platform itself, the team in India says March 30th. Okay. I told them January 1. Okay. I am telling them January 1 just to figuratively demonstrate that the people need this sooner than later. Mm -hmm. So I am am today going to say April, mid-April is when we will be ready. Okay. I am also going to take this a step further outside of this for-profit service oriented thing because there are other things to address in society that could use this same model as I was suggesting just a moment ago with LeBron James. How does technology help drive the the world we want to see? And so I'm I, I am I am now being given visions of building something that that um focuses on creating awareness and a path to address trauma that will then allow for the cycles of behaviors that we have seen over the last 400 years to now be measured and, and, and different outcomes to, to, be, to be a real possibility. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being a part of Uninhibit Her you all know how to get in contact with Jeff. He's a great resource and he will respond promptly. Also, please follow us on Instagram at uninhibit her. And that's U N I N H I B I T H E R. And the same goes for Twitter and Facebook and feel free to email us at uninhibit her at gmail.com. We look forward to 
just providing you all more content. We're so glad to be back. It's been a minute, but just remember to stay uninhibited with Uninhibit Heart.